Good morning, good morning. Wake up feeling so refreshed, so refreshed, so renewed, so restored because we have been redeemed. I was just thinking to God last night as he was slowly approaching me and I was crying out to God because I made some wrong decisions in my past, in my doing my path. And I was very apologetic for the things that I've done concerning hurting others that were connected to my promises and my purpose of me being here because we are all connected. And just the thought of you all doing your part in the body, out there being faithful, denying every obstacle, denying every stronghold, denying every attack of the enemy. And here I was, accepted his invitation to walk in uh, under another influence in earthly's reality, to start partaking in things that I knew I should have been a part of because I have been redeemed. I had encounters with God. I didn't have to get introduced to God. I never had to get introduced to Christ. I grew up with them in my life. But because I wasn't explained on how important it is and how significant I really am as a daughter, as a child of God, not knowing the intimacy behind the relationship, it caused me to feel as though my life was too restricted. And I began to look at how fun it is to be in the world and doing things of the world. Because on the side that I was on, it seemed as if all the fun had to stop. Because it made it seem as if there is no fun with God. It's just a life filled with restrictions. Time to get up, time to pray, time to fast, time to go to church and spend hours and hours there. Without knowing the purpose behind it all. Didn't have any intimacy. So that brought me to God at a very young age. And the earliest I can think of is the age of six. But God was talking at me, talking to me since the age of five. When I was old enough to tie my own shoe. And I see why. Because then I was able to walk on my own. I became more mature in the area of tying my own shoes to walk my own path. They begin to speak to me concerning who I am. I don't remember the conversation that God shared with me at the age of five. But I do remember he sat and began to speak right next to me. And I was sitting there listening and he spoke on a child level of understanding because I was answering his questions and I was agreeing to what he was saying as a young child that young. And God began to share with me. It was way before then. Even in your mother's womb, I fellowship with you. Before the conception date, I fellowship with you. And when you think and visualize what he's saying, it's so powerful. Before you knew me, Jesus, my God, my God, before the foundation of the world, Christ was here, my God, 
See, sometimes men try to put their own way of thinking and their own reality, their own theology as to why things happened the way they did on their level of understanding and interpreting things. Making it seem as if God just sent his son because Satan was the cause of sin being here on the earth, us being disconnected from God. So God has another plan. God had another plan for the foundation of the world. We have to remember nothing takes out God by surprise. You think he didn't know as he was creating before he created Satan what Satan would do? And as I began to think and I was like, God, I, I, stopped, playing, I stopped playing my part, my role in the body, ministering my role in the body when I was out of position. And I begin to see how important it is to stay in position because you've been in position not just for your life, but for those who are around you. And when I say those around you, I don't mean the ones you can count literally around you. It's for all Earth's reality, all humanity from the north, south, east, and west. When you intercede in your heavy language, you think you're interceding because it was in your heart for things that you're interceding for, but you have no idea. Slightly, how many people you are praying for. So now that I know that I'm praying for people I'm unaware of, so now I have in my heart to pray for everyone every time I intercede for all things. I don't put no limit to my intercessor. Hallelujah. I begin to cry out to God. The things that I... I walked away from, restore it back, restore it back. I begin to cry to God, I'm so sorry for what I've done, restore it back. I have affected a lot of people because of my disobedience, restore it back. I've walked away from a lot of encounters, God, restore it back. I just know that who's up this early, Jesus. <laughs> I just know that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus, I just know that. Let me stay focused. I knew that me being out of position affected a lot of people in a lot of situations because I know when I'm in position and God sent me to minister places and unto people, and some people receive. Now just imagine you didn't show up there for God to use you for them to receive. So I begin to ask God all those people for those years when I was out of position, who you had connected to me to bring back to you. Restore it back. And God said to me, it was never lost. It was never lost. You were never lost. Because being lost means that no one can find you. But I was with you. You were never lost. Now far as you finding out who I really am. It took some trust for you to have in me. Because you even knew who I was, where I was, because you have a life with me. You spent your entire life with me. Now, whether you disobeyed or obeyed, 
It was all up towards your trust towards me. It's a trust issue when we don't have Christ as our Lord. Because we're afraid of something not going as planned. But that's still you being in the way because you're thinking about your future and the plan. Instead of allowing his plan to come to pass over your life. See, your plan may not be his plan. Hallelujah. God said you never lost anything. Because I know that I have given every one of you the measure of faith. And every single one of you going to use your faith. But some of you use it only when it's necessary in a situation to exercise your faith. But my plan is for you to live by faith and not by sight. Continuing to walk by faith every step of the way. And God just gently walked. I looked up, actually, I walked up and just seen him just standing there in the spirit. And I was like, wow, you're showing me that you're here. Like literally showing me the outline of your spirit. And he gently walked over and sat next to me. And all I could do is be blown away. And I said to God, wow, your spirit. And here I am created by you. Have a spirit also, but still able to be seen in the flesh but you're all spirit I could put my finger right through you right now but still know where you are your spirit and I begin to think I was created by a spirit this man has always been here God was never created. He always have been and always will be. As a child, I always thought to God and even said to God, where are your parents? Do you have any sisters or brothers? Aunts or uncles or cousins? God has always been. But God was never alone. Because before he decided to create, he said, let us. Make man in our own image. He wasn't talking about the angelic hosts because they're not in his image and his likeness. We are. He was talking to Christ. Christ always been with God. Always. And I just think about the time because we're created to live off of time. 12 to 12. Clock time. And God has always been. And that just blows me away. This man who is spirit 
responsible for all of this. Sit on his throne, walk back and forth as you do with us on your mind. With us in your heart. Why not be good? Why not want to do good? Why not want to get to know more about what you don't know? We spend so much time wanting to get to know things that's not even helpful to us. But he is. He is. He cares. He cares about every single one of us. And I just sat and meditate throughout my entire life. When we depart our body, we enter the presence of Christ. That's a powerful encounter. To exit your body, that's a powerful transition. To exit out your body. You've been on this earth from the time you was born to the time you were there in his presence. And whatever you spent your time doing, that's what you did. And for those who didn't believe that Jesus is Lord, those who just didn't believe or didn't want to believe, here you are right in his face due to you being shot or due to a sudden tragedy, but you left this earth prematurely, or even if it was your time, you're still in his presence. And all you can think about is, wow, it was real all along? You really do exist? Dad, only if I could spend that much time with you. If I knew now what I'm if I knew then what I'm seeing now. Christ showed me a lot of encounters like that, and I want to share. Let me tell you about our Christ and how honoring he is, and how loving he is, and how merciful he is. For those who didn't know him, there's your opportunity to get to know him so he can say he never knew you. I hope you got that. A lot of things he reveals to me, I keep. Until he gives me the time to release because some people don't have enough whatever to embrace this information. He give you an opportunity right before him to get to know him by making him your Lord. And there is not one person, not one person who said, no, I don't want you to be my Lord. Even those who studied Satanism, even those who sat there and drunk blood vampirism, even those who were witches and mass murderers, the most evil upon all evil you can think of in his presence. They became bare and they begin to admit and confess. Yes, you are Lord. Come with me. I have someone I want to introduce to you. 
Now, many don't know the word to know that you can't get to God unless you get through Christ. So a lot of them didn't know that they were about to be introduced to the one who created them. They just so excited that Christ was in their life. And I'm going to tell you why God exposed that to me. Because I spent many nights as a young woman crying to God concerning them. All of them. Father, I care about those who don't know you. Father, I care about those who are angry at you. Those who depart their body. I keep hearing hell, hell, hell upon people who don't live like you. And it's even in your word, but it's also in your word forgiveness. And that every knee shall bow, every tongue will confess. We're doing that encounter. They have confessed that Jesus is Lord. Therefore, you are born again. There's no so long because you're not here. I care where you end up. And I literally mean I care. At one point in a vision, God brought all the mass murderers to me. All the rapists to me. All the child pedophiles to me. The ones that turn your face up like I. He brought them to me. And guess what they did in my presence? They apologized. They say, forgive me. And you want to know why they asked to forgive me? They lined up, couldn't wait to say it. And you want to know why they did that? Because God showed them every time I prayed on their behalf. Father, many people hate them. They want them executed for what they've done. But that's my brother. Something happened to my brother for him to do the things that he has done. Because no child grew up to say, I want to kill my family. I want to kill my wife. I want to rape children. I want to kidnap kids. I enjoy murder. No one grows up with that thought. Hallelujah. We as women cannot and shall not ever give up on our brothers. Ever. Ever. And neither give up on ourselves as women and as daughters of God. Be mindful what we're saying in the atmosphere regarding our brothers. And I'm speaking as a whole. Culture upon culture. Ethnic group upon ethnic group. We are all here. And we are all accounted for. And I look at God, I say, God, give me other ways. Let's create different types of ways that your love could be expressed through me to touch every person you want me to touch. God literally told me, don't carry no Bible. 
Don't even take no notes. Just go. And as you are going, I'm providing you the information. Holy Spirit is going to lead you to do all things. Depend 100% on my spirit. When you release a word of God, don't always expect to receive something in return. See, my lifestyle, I never do. Never do. Because my receiving is you receiving. You need to get that. Jesus is that deep is that deep is that deep seeing people cries every day in such ways you can't even imagine no matter if you're smiling with a bottle to your mouth I still see your heart crying no matter if you smoke that blunt I still see your heart crying no matter if you're the worst cursor in the world, I still see you cry. No matter what sin of nature it is, I still see your heart cry. Because you were created to have a spirit on the inside of you. And you're not allowing your spirit to overtake your flesh, which will perish. But your spirit remain. And your spirit know that it, will, it shall remain. Your spirit knows that it shall remain. Always. So I sat here last night with God. And I just kept saying, your spirit. I have a spirit. We commune through spirit. Here we are walking around. Spirit beings. What are we feeding our spirits? What are we doing with our spirits? Your spirit knows who you are. Your spirit knows where you're from. Your spirit wants your father. Your spirit knows it needs your father. But your flesh taking you to another direction. We cannot allow our flesh to overtake our spirits. Because our flesh don't know. It only operates through the physical senses. But your spirit man. Operate in the spiritual senses. Hallelujah. I pray that you got my words for understanding this morning. Please take your spirit man more seriously than you are. And even those like myself who are walking in spirit and truth. Walk even higher today. Certain conversations I don't even carry anymore. That I carried last week. Because God has taken me higher. Hallelujah.
let me say it this way, taking us. Because where you go, I go. Where I go, you go. Whether you are aware or not. That's why God said when Christ died, we died. We were there. When he rose, we rose. Because he did it for us. He didn't do it for himself. God answered my cry last night. I say I want everything that I have freely given over to Satan. I want it back. And God gave me a dream. That's why I'm up so early because I, I was excited. I'm serious. I didn't want to go back to bed. God showed me in that dream how everything was restored back. Even though it was never lost, I still denied it by walking away from God. See, we're not aware of what takes place by us simply saying no to God. Do you know what's happening when you say no? The opposite to what happens when you say yes. That's why God searches the heart. I feel you, Father. Searches the heart. The heart. The heart. We guard our heart all day long. We protect our heart all day long. From what? Being hurt and offended. But God wants you to guard your heart in the opposite direction. Guard your heart with the good things. Because out of your heart are the negative things. But reality teaches us. You guard your heart from not being hurt. Protecting your heart. It's not about being hurt. It's about being deceived. Hallelujah. Many of us spend time with God. Receiving the wisdom of God. The word of God. And somehow stumbled and fell. And guess what we do sometimes as people. And as believers even. Condemn them. Gossip about them. Spread the negative news far more than you spread the gospel. And that has to stop like right now. Because I'm so tuned to our father's emotions. God vented to me like never before this one time. And I would never forget that encounter. Oh, he said twice. Okay, father. Hallelujah. I remember that a second time. Okay, okay, okay. Hallelujah. The first time he was just, I sat up in my bed and I just looked at him. I was like slowly getting up, wiping my eyes. And he was just pacing back and forth in front of my bed. 
I am the one who brought you out of Egypt, out of the house of God. Have no other gods before me. It was I who brought you out of Egypt. It was I who brought you out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Have no other gods before me. And I was like, I was scared to cut them off because I was like, you know, when somebody venting, you don't want to say, you know, you just let them get it out. You know, I let God get it out, but I, I had to cut in. I was like, um, excuse me, Father. <laughs> you know I um you know I'm walking with you, right? <laughs> like in other words, you're not referring to me, are you? And he did he just kept saying it. Like, he wasn't referring to me, but he just kept saying it. And I sat down that thought and I said, Oh my God. He's talking to us as his children. Many of us are honoring false gods. Making materials their gods. Statues and symbols their gods. And he's the one who said he brought us out of Egypt. Who actually has? Jesus. Out of the house of bondage. Bring you out of bondage for what? You to become enslaved? Jesus. Jesus. When you think you're the only one up, you're never the only one up. Hallelujah. Excuse my phone. Jesus. But I was like, my God, my God. The second encounter I remember, he just snatched me out my bed politely. And I mean, literally, we were flying over the entire earth. And I, all, I, all I can see is large bodies of waters. I can see the whales, the ocean animals in the water. I was just like looking at God like, don't drop me. Don't drop me. Do not. Let me be over something, some type of land. Don't drop me over these whales. I'm try, that's all I kept thinking in that encounter. And God's vision telling the truth. I'm, sorry, I'm trying to tell you. I was like, don't drop me. Don't. Please don't. Them whales were huge. I was like, don't drop me. Don't drop me. And God just took me way up. And we just sat amongst the clouds. And it happens to be the night before Christmas. And he showed me. Let me hear all the conversations that he heard regarding the Christmas holiday. And all I heard was, it's Christmas time again? Ugh, I don't want to buy them anything. I don't like what they got me last year. Hate this time of year. I don't have no money. I ain't calling them up because I don't feel like getting them anything. It was so many complaints. So many complaints. Not saying that we all have, but there are many who complained. Especially in their hearts. Hate this time of year. Always got to spend money, 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 money. And God just looked at me while I'm listening. And I'll never forget the look he gave me. He gave me a look like, what do you think about this? And me, I don't know. I just looked at God like, forgive us for we know not what we do, man. I didn't know what to say. You can't justify that. He showed it right before me. I'm witnessing it. I can't. Jesus. It's a situation where it was what it was. I just looked at God. He heard my heart. My heart was saying, forgive us when we don't know what we do. I don't know what to say. But I feel you. 
I begin to pray about it. I love how God vents to me. I love that. Just hugging your father, loving your father, having your thought about God all day long. Father, what are you doing? I know what you're doing here with me, but what are you doing in the kingdom? On your throne. <laughs> God will remind you of things. Last night, I forgot to mention <laughs> when I say God, restore things. I kind of like grabbed God up last night. <laughs> I didn't want to mention that part, Father. I kind of grabbed them up and I was like, Father, look at me. Listen to me. Like, you know how you grab somebody up and you're jerking them, but, you know, very politely. Not disrespectfully. I was like, Father, listen to me. Listen to me. (laughs) Restore. Restore. (laughs) I was like, it ain't time to supper right now. I was like, angels, no holy, holy, holy right now. Father, come here. Come here. And Father, no, that was such an urgency. I had to snatch God up, y'all. I didn't want to mention that, but hey, it is what it is. I was like, come here, come here. (laughs) Grant me this favor. (laughs) I was just shaking God. Grant me this favor. Father, Daddy, (laughs) friend, don't forget, friend. And he answered in a dream, upon dream, upon. It's like every time I close my eyes, here goes another promise. Here goes another restoration, another restoration, another restoration. It's like restoration upon restoration. I was like, wow, thank you. You answered. I got him kissing his feet. I'm trying to tell you, I did. I did. Still is. Hallelujah. Walk around this earth having your heart on God and your mind on God all day long. Don't go a second without with, with not thinking about God, without thinking about God or your heavenly family. Or your heavenly family. If you see people around you not doing right, living right, acting right, you set the example. I was on a powerful life group session last night. And I happened to end up at the station where God started my ministry. And God said, do you know what you've done here? I just saw me being obedient at the time doing what God asked me to do. But God said, do you really know what happened here? When you open up your mouth for all those years every morning, declaring word over the people, my people, your brethren, a lot you don't know took place, but I saw it all. And I'm still seeing. And because of your obedience, their lives are forever changed. Do you know how significant it is to see someone living a life without me? And then you bring them and introduce them to me and their life is never the same? 
receiving eternal life in the midst of eternal damnation. It excites my son because he see another that he also gave his life for. Become aware of him, giving his life for you. Many walking around not taking it serious enough on when Christ laid his life down. And most importantly, God said, don't just focus on him laying down. Because don't forget, always remember, my son got up. Even on the first day, he was up. The second day, he was up. But physically, on the third day, he arose. Jesus, my God. God, my God, God, you're so powerful. So powerful. Oh, you're so powerful, God. We need you. God said, you have me. You have me. Want me more. Desire me more. Desire to have more encounters. Higher encounters. Get deeper in me. Go as far as you want to go. There is no end to me. So go all the way. Don't just ask for small things. I'm a big God. Never keep your mouth closed from my good news. And in fact, your life is so good. I'm about to fill you up so good that you can't be quiet. I'm going to touch you in ways you've never been touched before. Because I'm reminding you, I am a good God. And I am the highest. And I am the only beginning and the end. All of my children are accounted for. Every single one of you are on my mind. All the day long. I'm watching you while I'm with you and even on my throne or while I'm with your brother and sister way far in the east, north, south. I'm still watching you. I'm here as your daddy. I'm here as your father. I never left you. Now your natural parents may have walked out on you But your heavenly father will remain faithful Even though you don't want to talk to me I talk to you You don't want to spend time with me I spend time with you Because I am faithful Stop worrying as a child of God Stop being afraid as a child of God Stop being weak as a child of God And stand strong as a child of God And hold on as a child of God Because I'm here You cannot live without me Because I never created you to do that 
So stop trying to pull away from me. Because you are already gathered. You are already accounted for. Whether your actions show it or not, you are mine. And I am yours forever. Now imagine how much glory that is when you become aware of what I just said. How much do you want to see me and my glory over your life? How much do you honor my glory? Honoring my glory is honoring my word. And honoring my word is walking in my word. Not thinking about my word. Not trying to substitute my word. Not trying to sugarcoat my word. Not trying to water down my word. But walk in the fullness thereof. You may be trying to walk around here impressing man. But your father will always be impressed with his creation. You spend so much time trying to get approval. When your heavenly father already approved you. Spend so much time worried about what's going to happen next. When your heavenly father already prepared a path for you. So give it over to me. Because that's how much I care for you. Every time I see a frown on your face, it displeases me. Because there's no reason to frown. I'm a good God. There's a reason to smile. Smile by trusting me Knowing that your future is already assured. Your blessing is already guaranteed. Do not let the the world and the ways of the world strip you from my truth upon your life. By embracing every lie. From this day forward, deny every lie spoken over you. And those who are around you. Speak what I say. And I have given you word to speak. So choose this day life. I love you. Enjoy the outcome.